0: like what should we talk about today and then like i i think i've decided that my talk is going to specifically be on the economics of sex work okay um and coming from a place like uh do you know who david graeber is
1: no no
0: okay so he wrote bullshit jobs okay um And basically sex work was in there, but it was like, it's not a bullshit job in the fact that like, it's not work, like the whole, you know, like the whole abolitionist thing. It's bullshit because it's still, and, and you know, and I do know this to be true, there's no one I know who's doing that job that isn't doing it because they're desperate for money in some way. Yeah. And, so you know, some of it's like, well, I just want to be a rich bitch. But, you know, like most of it is because, you know, someone's got a sick relative. Someone's, you know, single moms. So it's, it's kind of like that's where I'm coming from. But again, like I the whole abolitionist thing really pisses me off. It's like, no, it's evil and we got to shut it down. And, you know, but it's like, OK, but if that's your stance, just kind of like, you know, the whole pro-life thing. Follow it
1: through to the uh, to the conclusion. What? We'll follow it through to the very end. If it's then have some support available, like a universal basic income or something like that.
0: Exactly. So it's not like, and I love OnlyFans for this. It's like it's removed a lot of the stigma. It's removed a lot of the um, I don't know mystery and shame behind it as well. Like, and the girl and the people who are doing it. I mean, yes, there are there's obviously exploitation everywhere but for the most part i know a lot of girls that are like you know making a decent living on top of whatever else they're doing
1: yeah so well remember the backlash too when only fans was going to ban uh nudity and any kind of like sex work or whatever mm-hmm. on that was a big thing like a, um last year i think
0: well and like, there was that's a, the, that's that, that was a whole, whole platform thing.
1: yeah because that was the backlash was a lot of the people that were on there the content creators were like we're the ones that um, got you to where you are. Nobody yeah. would know about you guys if it wasn't for us. Yeah. So it was kind of a backlash against that, and they dropped the they dropped the um, the plan to get rid of uh, adult content on on OnlyFans.
0: I just like that's really funny to me that that's
1: even a thing. Yeah. Well, because they started getting like um i guess we'll break the <laughs> we'll go drop the curtain is like i have an only not not an only fans account like i'm the one not i'm like a content creator but i i do have an only account. what
0: are you doing <laughs> as an only fans creator okay even like no photo. not as a like, creator no 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 but okay so no but legit like if if you were to go on and do yeah. what would be your special skill
1: i don't know um i'm not photogenic so i don't i don't know um i'm not sure what that would be maybe there's some kind of weird like feet content or something
0: there is always foot content like
1: i think i have nice feet
0: okay there we go we can we can monetize that shit yeah (laughs) oh yeah you go for pedicures and stuff like i do yeah i'm legit impressed that yeah most dudes don't yeah you know, they're like, it's gay. And you're like, no. You know what's gay? My pussy. After I saw your feet that were nasty, that's what's gay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right.
0: Are we doing more of a PG show? I nah, let's
1: go so. X.
0: I think it's like. It's uh, to monetize anything on YouTube. You just can't swear in the first 15 seconds.
1: Okay. Well, I know I know when I put stuff up, there was, like, things where they ask you, um, is this kid's content or uh, no, like, what's the age range kind of thing? And you can say, uh, like, no kids should be watching this kind of thing. Yes. Because I watch a lot of other uh, videos, and they have a lot of, I think the big thing is nudity. Like, you can have swearing all the time, but nudity okay. seems to be the big thing. Or, I don't know about violence or anything like that, but most well, of the ones I, I, I watch, a lot of people swear like normal people. So,
0: Okay. Hmm. I'm happy you can cut things out because yeah. I'm having a brain fire right now. I'm also I, I'll show you. I'm making, oh, okay. I'm nice. making Just making something for my nephew. I'm in a lot of pain today for some reason, so yeah. I smoked a little weed after I dropped my kids off, and my mom's going to pick them up, so I'm like I, I swear to God, I'm not a stoner. I mean, okay, I'm a little bit of a stoner. Every time I talk to you, though, I'm like... okay, you, yeah,
1: yeah, the edibles, the It's like
0: this one time, and it's always this one time, I'm like, I, I've yet to embrace my BC stoner status. I'm still like, no, I'm, I, I don't smoke weed all the time. Yeah, but I do. Oh, uh, funny story. Did you ever read that poem that I made about uh, Hansel and Gretel? It's like um, the, the cannibal poem.
1: Maybe was it like on your blog, like a long time ago? Yeah, it was. When you had it, I probably did read it back then. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I decided I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. There's a little um, it's called the little paper shop or something in town here. Yeah. And you can, they have like writing contests, and I showed the woman, and she's like, you should enter it. So I did, not mm-hmm. knowing that part of like the curriculum at the local high school which is where my kids go
1: oh is to like read it and critique it to, like or...
0: reading and, and my kid was like at the shop today on a field trip and everyone was like isn't that your mom and then the shop owner was like yeah she wrote the one about the cannibals <laughs> i'm like oh no i'm sorry <laughs> yeah
1: and yeah, making making alberta proud
0: yeah uh, right <laughs> i know again pretend that i'm like i've been born here all the time my poetry is maybe a little dark for
1: bc yeah i get the feeling that like that area is it's like either really kind of transplanted albertans a lot yeah or um well i guess maybe in the summer especially but like I, or kind of the the like the just hickiest of hick bc people who have like
0: Kind always of like never here?
1: left, yeah. The always been here, kind of thing. did been, been there.
0: Yes, that is very accurate. Uh, especially, um, oh, what is it called? Especially, um, oh my god, why can't I get that thought out of my head? <laughs> very frustrating. So there's a there's a place. Uh, I I don't know if I want to say the town name,
1: yeah. but it's
0: it's just uh, east of us. Yeah. And it honestly, like it feels like going into um, like Arkansas or something. It, no, I'm not even kidding. It does not feel like Canada. Like I went, my this was like my introduction to this place. My mom, who is a BC hippie was like, let's go to church. And I was like, "Okay, hey, I really, I don't feel like your version of God, which is very like, I don't know, bigoted I'm just gonna say it (laughs) Very like very like gays are going to hell and so I'm like I don't want your brand of God today like let's be out in nature and our friend who's uh she's a native out here uh I don't remember what the tribe she comes from is called anyway she's got the best mushrooms and she came to church and was like handing out mushrooms and we were at this like Super right wing church service, but it wasn't in the church because it was hot. It was outside underneath this big wooden bridge. Like honestly at, at a river, There was like baptisms going on. It was the craziest day of my life. And then when I, after I took the mushrooms, um, we were walking along the bank and the mountains like, tur- like the trees were turning into ants, and they were running alongside me. <laughs> it was, it was a very wonderful
1: experience yeah the last even quasi-religious thing was uh, when I was in Romania um, that, I used that'd to be, be crazy I used to belong to a an online like a Roman kind of recreationist historical society of course you did continue and uh, <laughs> there was it. only we went there for like a um, like an annual meeting kind of thing and we did some of the actual like recreations of the of the religious ceremonies and things like that yeah, the last thing I did was like an offering to Hercules or something like that <laughs> nice. that was interesting. And I always remember that because you're supposed to you. I was one of the helping out the, the priests and there's a part where they offer wine and the three priests or officiants or whatever you want to call them each take a little bit of the wine and you leave it you leave the a little bit behind. As oh. like a, as an offering for for whichever god it is, but one of the guys was we always joked that yeah the French guy had to drink the rest of the wine so
0: yeah <laughs> okay so how did that happen like how did you become part of this thing
1: um this is way back in like y- when I was still in university um that would have been like ninety seven ninety eight somewhere around there there was a big thing with micronations uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No, So or something did... like there's there's the most famous one is the Republic of Sealand, I think it's called where somebody had the idea of taking over an abandoned oil platform in the North Sea or something somewhere like that, and basically setting up their own country because it was 12 miles off um, the shore or whatever. So it technically it was international waters. What? Yeah. Do um, you have a country? no. So what, what this was, was that when it started, we, we, the original people that were founding it had the idea to acquire um, like 108 acres somewhere because the 108 acres is the size of the Vatican, which is the smallest country in the world so that they could kind of have their own, it was, I don't think it was ever planned to be a country but I think it was like, an, um, like their own town or something like that, like a little piece of, I, I'm not sure exactly what the goal is. And then as more and more people joined, you had people that were like, well, no, this is kind of a silly idea, but I like the idea of meeting with people who like to recreate um, historical events kind of thing. Like, so you get the military reenactors, some of the people who are, or committed pagans, or the other people who are just kind of like, oh, I like this kind of, this kind of idea of, of, of uh, recreating uh, ancient Rome kind of thing.
0: Okay, so it's in
1: Rome? No. The original founders were American, so most of the people, I think, were American. There was a big split, um, and I kind of lost interest in it as well, between the the kind of American and European groups. It was kind of like, it was just one of those things where you just have people who have different ideas on things, and instead of working together to kind of find a compromise, you kind of amplify the tiny little differences. So
0: I feel like that's like, regular politics and race and it's sort of yeah <laughs> like anytime you
1: get people together you're going to find it's like the the monty python joke you know the the people's liberation uh, the people's judean liberation front and this is the judean people's front and all that stuff where it's like the the, the actual uh difference is very small but yeah we're going to amplify it into something huge so just because we don't like these this other side for some reason it just seems people need to need to have this idea of picking a side regardless uh, yeah. of what the issue is interesting yeah cool
0: so am i allowed to ask you questions or maybe like open it up because what i was thinking was um when i do my talk then like i said the other day when we were talking is leave a link to our next um to our next episode sure and then maybe um also give them an email address that they can type into so like you know maybe if we can get an email address for our show made um have you know have it so that people can write in and I can even put that like with the link to our show is also the type in and like what do you want to ask Will what do you want to ask Jessica like as a as a person who has an only fans account as a person who has been a sex buyer in the past like what questions you know especially taboo questions that people don't normally want to answer sure.
1: yeah. yeah i think as long as it's yeah i think so
0: and i mean, I mean obviously I mean, we don't like we're gonna have to monitor it like i don't want to read them out live because obviously yeah. you know there's going to be one a-hole um you know so but at least that way we can we can discuss it together when we decide what we're doing for the show that week or whatever. And then if we have some of these really good questions, we can even put it up on Twitter if that would be a better option. But yeah, something somewhere where we can ask the questions, um, you know, and then I, you know, going forward, I want to make it so that it's a weekly thing that we ask, you know, maybe two or three questions. And that is a segue into the next week's show. Um, but yeah, like something like I don't know, like from from your perspective, like what's what's your um, like what's your ideal situation? I guess I don't know. <laughs> like what what are you into? Is what I'm asking.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know. It really just depends on the the person, I guess. Okay. Like, um. Yeah, I'm not sure, even sure how to how to answer that. <laughs> okay. I guess the um my f- favorite experience i guess if we're gonna go with that or yeah when i went to the the spa that you worked at or the whatever you want to call it yeah um there was one woman that i like she was a little bit older than me i don't know how long she had been in it and she was the one that kind of introduced me to the kind of um i guess it'd be like bdsm or something like that yeah. And I, I I definitely took to being submissive, I think, very quickly and yeah. eagerly. I think even in even in just like civilian life, there's still that idea of I like to organize things and I like to be supportive of people. Um yeah. I don't know if I have any great ambitions for myself, but I like to organize groups of friends to get together, organizing, you know, just events to kind of keep people people together kind of thing. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that a lot of, like with COVID and everything, like most of the, most of the friends that I have, have kind of, everybody's kind of retreated into like little family units. Yeah. And I get this feeling that if I wasn't the one to kind of pull everybody together, we'd kind of never really do anything.
0: Yeah. No, and it's, It fair. is kind
1: of frustrating sometimes because you're like trying to get people to do things and nobody responds. And I've talked about this in therapy, so... <laughs>
0: Therapy. Thank God. I'm I'm like, again, I'm so impressed that you are going because there's so many dudes yeah. that just won't talk about that shit. And they won't open up. And then, and I'm not saying it goes from needing therapy, because you need to talk to someone. And it being hard to all the way, you know, all the under end of the spectrum, you get your incels. Yeah. But I'm saying that there's a thin line. It might be a long, long line, but I yeah. think it's it's a it's on a string. It's it's um. There's definitely correlations, and you know, and especially being on the internet and feeling like you have that community. Already and and then to get biased and you were like nope I think some of my thoughts are intrusive thoughts and I you know and and most of them like talking to you before they were all about yourself you said you you know like I don't know where they came from but like everyone has that shit and mm-hmm. instead of being like well fuck that I'm gonna blame everyone you were like maybe maybe I need to work on that
1: yeah well, and, I think yeah my problem was that I blame myself for pretty much everything so
0: generalized anxiety yeah yeah Yeah. it's a good time yes
1: so what else did you want to ask me
0: um what else did i want to ask you i think that's it i think i think that'll open up the line of questioning hopefully and then yeah just like obviously we're going to want to hear from our viewers and and maybe we limit it to three a week we answer three questions we you know we discuss it and then you know obviously if it's a big big topic we can turn it into more of a theme but yeah no i i think that i think that's Good. I think that's where I want to be, and I I asked you all the things that I think I needed to ask. Is there anything you want to ask me?
1: Um, what else did you want to do with the show? Like, did you want to like? I was thinking about like maybe doing like a watch along kind of podcast as well. Ooh, Were you,
0: Chelsea, yes, you and I always, burgers always or something like that. Yes, we always talk about. Yeah, like both. That's I think that bonded us. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, there's not too many of my friends. Well, like I was a sick kid. Yeah. and so i just got really used to doing a lot of watching and people are like oh why don't you try gaming i was like because when you're in as much pain as i was even like moving you're like i, I need something dumb i need something just to yeah. fill my fill my time and i i love movies and i i love film and yeah anyway i'm, I'm happy you're as enthusiastic about some of it as i am we can have these Uh, You know, nerd out moments where we don't, we don't necessarily agree on something, but we're just as enthusiastic about why our opinions (laughs) I really enjoy that. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to do some watch along things. That's a great idea, especially one of the ones that I would love to do is the episode of um, the episode of South Park where Big Gay Al get fired from being a scout leader. Okay and then they bring in the pedophile who's like this hyper-masculine you know but like this was like almost 20 years ago this was written and just like in the now, i think the last five years they've started um suing that organization because they found out how like it's like well, like over a hundred thousand plaintiffs yeah have come forward it it's insane and it's like all these men and boys hey stop eating my chair sorry hey you puppies yeah so I'll, I'll try I'll find the name of uh the documentary that came out about that okay. and then maybe you and I can watch that as well like maybe do like that would be like an extra long one but whatever but yeah like something where we watched that and then we watch you know that the other like the south park episode which is hilarious yeah but also like when you know what was happening and then for them to like 20 years ago be just like spot on yeah to look at some of those cultural kind of phenomenons and be like holy shit you know like this creator as much as you know it's a goofball stoner show it like it showed, you know, a lot of a lot of reality that we a lot of people just didn't see for a long time.
1: Yeah. Did you ever watch uh, BoJack Horseman?
0: That is Miles' favorite show. Yeah. In the whole world.
1: I'm about. I started. I think I'm about. I'm, I know I'm behind on it. I think I've watched like season up to season four or something like that. But yeah, I like it a lot. It's just the whole like the way it does like mental health um, issues and stuff like that is is really good.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't like.
1: It doesn't make fun of it. It just no. kind of like it's very and also, understanding and like empathic and
0: and also like the whole um because the, the ones that I have seen, um, I don't remember what the girl's name is. She's the ghostwriter.
1: Oh, um, yeah, I can't think of her name at all. Yeah.
0: But she was talking Diane. Like, I think I think it was Diane, and she yeah. like throughout some of the stuff, she gains some weight. And it's like it's just someone asks her and it's like you, you know, like it, but it wasn't in a shameful way and she just was like i'm on antidepressants and i feel better even though i'm bigger and that was it and it there was no like it, it was body mis- shaming no it was like it was really good and i don't believe in uh yeah no like no body shaming but not like oh what you know like eating yourself to death is healthy either like it was just it was very some of these cartoons yeah are, are brilliant and you know like you don't realize how deep they are until you actually sit down and disconnect from everything else but yeah like who who would have thought like south park yeah like i just you know like i don't know i i knew it was political but i think until i had my own kids and i you know and now i'm almost 40 i'm like some of the stuff they were writing back then i'm like holy
1: shit because i was in university when when they were first just like the internet cartoons yeah Cause I remember the whole, um, the whole media coverage of it was like, oh, this, you know, the subversive, uh, dangerous cartoon for children. It's like, well, just cause it's a cartoon, it doesn't, doesn't mean it's for, it's children. for children. Yeah. But yeah, the, yeah. The whole kick the baby thing. And that was like a big thing in the first couple of seasons. Oh and... <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: I think I'm at my limit.